This episode is brought to you by Eufy Video Lock. Eufy is a smart lock with 2K cam and doorbell that's a three-in-one triple security, so you can have everything in one device rather than install many pieces on your front door. It's not just for security, but it's also for convenience. No more concerns about losing keys. You can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. It's easy to install and set up with just a Phillips screwdriver. It's got keyless entry, so no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full. It also has a rechargeable battery that could last around four months, and you'll get low battery notifications before it runs out. Passcode unlocking with a remote control with 2K clear sight to see who's at your front door and control from anywhere through the app. And with enhanced night vision, you can have optimized view even in the evening. No monthly fee, unlike other brands that will charge monthly fee. You have your recordings locally and never have to pay for storage. This is the future. This is everything I love about what's happening with doors. In my opinion, this is an absolute no-brainer. I'm telling you right now, this is an absolute no-brainer. We installed them in the house, and it makes, especially when you have a family, it makes life so easy, so secure, so safe, and once again, so easy. Search Eufy Video Lock, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Did you get vaccinated? <laughs> is this bad? Is this, is this, you did not, I'm guessing, right? What? If more, he's wearing, did you get vaccinated? He's deeper than I me. Let, did I let Big Pharma <laughs> inject some <laughs> bullshit? I'm going viral, baby! That's the short answer. How many podcasts do you have, Doc? Four right now. Is, you have, do you have four? more than four? Yeah. Do you have I have seven. Okay. Yeah. I, I think the whole thing is, is like if the more you have, the more the better. More people feel like they're getting less of you. They're, I think people like hearing the same story over and over again. Ladies and gentlemen, brand new episode of Something's Burning. My friends, Eddie Bravo, Sam Tripoli, Tin Foil Hat Podcast. Gentlemen. Do you remember where we met? Yeah, I do. I, I, I'll I tell you my version. I was just thinking about that today. I remember my version. Well, I remember the first time I saw you perform was in the main room where Gary Goldman was performing, and mm-hmm. you did a great bit about taking a giant shit mm-hmm. and how you had to wipe your legs. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, you had a shit about I took a, you ever I take took a shit? shit so big. You ever, have you ever taken a shit so big you have to wipe your legs? Yeah, I remember. Oh, I didn't know I had shit over there. What the fuck? Yeah. And I was really in this moment in my life where I was like, I didn't want to become my father. Because I was, uh, I didn't want to fight with everybody. My dad never got along with everybody. And I didn't want to fight with everybody. So I'm like, I gotta, you know what, man? I can't be like a lone wolf, right? So it's like, it's like, I remember there was this time where every week a new gunslinger would come into LA. And you're like, this motherfucker's so fast. And you had to make a decision. You're either going to be like high noon with this dude. Or you're gonna run in a posse, right? So I'm like, I'm gonna be cool with this dude. I'm gonna like this guy. This is, this is, this is. A fucking huge lesson in my life that he's about to tell. This, because I, I was the same way. I was like, fuck everyone, fuck the world. You're a lone wolf. If they're good at comedy. That's a threat on me. And that was the New York mentality, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be, bo- comedy used to be boxing. In like the 90s, it was like there could, we were all Highlanders and there could be only one, right? Yeah. Like rap battles. Yeah, right? 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was. 
that before podcasting came, then everybody started working together. Then we did the um, the uh, Barry Cats National Lampoon's funny with faces. Brian Holtzman was the headliner. Yeah, and it was me, you, Steve, and we crushed. And you were so nice. And we you been came friends. up to me. You came up to me that night. I did not know him. And he goes, he comes up. And he's like, he's like, hey, are you doing your, uh, are you doing your touching the cops face bit? And I was like, huh. And he's like, are you doing that? And I was like, I, yeah, probably. He goes, it's a fucking great bit. And I, and I didn't know him. And I was like, oh, he's fucking with me. He's trying to fuck with me. And I was like, cool. We're and all he, wounded yeah, animals. Yeah. And I was like, I was, and you're like, then you brought, I think, Steve over and you're like, hey, have you heard this bit? It's a fucking great bit. You're doing it tonight? Dude, I'll grab you when he's doing it. It's fucking awesome. And I go, you being serious? And you're like, yeah. And you're like, my name's Sam. And I was like, I'm Bert. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck's happening here? He's fucking with me. And then I went up. I did it. I murdered. Sam then went up. And I remember going, I'm going to watch this guy. I sat in the top. It was a two-story thing. Frank Caliendo hosted. And I and Sam did. You ever go to the YMCA and play basketball with the brothers and just get lit up? And then the chick comes out. You're like, now it's my turn. She goes up for a layup. You're like, ding, ring her bell. <laughs> it was like great. Dude, it was like, and I'm going, so he's funny as fuck. And he was nice to me. That's odd. <laughs> and then Ari Shafir was the next person that kind of fucked me up. Because he walked up. He goes, my name's Ari. I think you're very funny. And I went, okay, what the fuck do they serve over the store? Because my thing was, if you're famous, you want to be friends with me, you're trying to fuck me. You're dude, if you're a dude. Yeah. I, I mean, Elliot Gould, perfect example. <laughs> Left me his number in my green room. And, Mitch Elliot, please call me. Very nice to me. I'm home. You're very <laughs> funny. You're very funny. Is we he should, still with us? Uh, yeah, he's Did still he alive. Pass? No, he's alive. I hope. Uh, okay. Hope. You're going to want to edit that? Yeah, nope, no. nope, nope. I'll edit. Keep it all, <laughs> all in. Right, keep, keep it. <laughs> he goes, he goes, he's, the, Elliot Gould and I met. We were, I was, uh, I said, we were doing a table read and I go, what the, f what flavor is juicy fruit? <laughs> and he goes, huh? And I said, I was just talking to him. I go, it's like pretty interesting. Like it's a in unique flavor. It's not one fruit, is it? And he goes, hmm, <laughs> give me a piece of that. And he put it in and he goes, I'm getting a hint of a lot of things. Yeah, that's crazy. So that I called, so I called juicy fruit. I called the number on the piece of gum. I said, lady, there's answered, a, number, there's on the a number on the gum. Yeah, dude, there's got to be customer yeah. service somewhere. Okay. I said, yo, juicy fruit, what flavor is it? And she goes, pineapple, banana, apple, lemon, and something else. And I went, okay, cool. So that later that day, I go up to Elliot Gould and I go, it's pineapple, lemon. And he goes, wait, how do you have these flavors? And I said, I called them. And he goes, you called them? And I said, yeah. So I'm curious to see what it was. And he goes, hmm. And he left him his phone his number in my thing. And he goes, I find you to be a very interesting young man. We should be friends. Let's go to lunch, dinner one night. And I was like, he wants to fuck me. Like, I was like, no, there's no way anyone wants to be my friend. And so, so I, do I was dodging him. That's so funny. So he he probably didn't want to. Want so for you, 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 for you, uh, vodka soda? Boom. Boom. So for you, it was, either, it was either war or gay sex. That's the two-way. So he wasn't topic. really he wasn't really hitting on you then, right? You nope. just thought he was. We, I ended up okay. going to dinner with him. And, I went, I go, and, I, and the whole time, I'm like, why isn't this dude trying to kiss me yet? And then we get out to his car, and he's like, well, it was a great dinner. I'll talk to you later. And I was like, nothing? You want to come in? Yeah, I was, like, drink? I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot Gould. And then, and then randomly, I have kids. I don't I stop acting. I doing comedy. I'm hosting. I'm featuring with my wife, two kids, and my, my father-in-law. We're at Baja Fresh over on Wilshire. Love it. Right by the Screen Actors Guild. And we're walking to the parking lot and I hear, Bert Kreischer. 
And I turn around, it's Elliot Gould. And I go, hey, Elliot. My father-in-law goes, you know Elliot Gould? He's like the weirdest celebrity to know. <laughs> he was fucking awesome. What's his, what's his biggest movie? Or MASH. Show? Okay. He was so in he MASH. was in the movie, the movie MASH. Not was, the show, not the TV no, show. No, not the TV show, which is, the movie MASH was so good, they made a fucking TV show out of it. Um, so it was a, it was a Ocean's movie 11. first? Yeah, it was a movie first, and then... And then, uh, and then a TV show. I'm so excited for a cocktail right now. You have no fucking idea. What is your go-to drink? Vodka soda. Christ. Christ. Yeah. Has the least amount of calories. Uh, I've been I'm like, I'm sort of trying to watch my figure, you know? You said, you said, I love your Rogan appearance, by the way. It was kind of cool. I haven't heard you guys talk in a long time. Thank you. Man. It was really interesting. If someone asked me a, mo- a couple months ago, how many times have you done Joe's show? I swear to God, I would say, including Bike Companions, I would say 15, 20. Yeah. I would say, I would say like 15, 15 20. For me too. I'd say I was way fucking off. Dude. 81 fucking times. Yeah, 81. I, like, I couldn't believe it. I had a good, I'm like, it's on, I don't know. I still, it, it's hard It's hard for me to believe that because it doesn't seem like that. It doesn't seem it like that. Because it. you know what? The Fight Companions, at its height, that, I look, driving down to 101, going to the studio, I look, I'm like, first there's going to be a UFC. Badass UFC. We're going to, that's guaranteed entertainment. Yeah. But then we're on a show and we're talking shit and Callan's talking shit. Callan's fucking one of the most hysterical guys at the ever lived. Check yeah. out his special. It's hilarious. Oh, he got a new special uh, called Man, Man Tears. I produced it. Yeah, that's right. You told me about that. By the way, today, just for your roots, your Armenian roots, we're making uh, chicken shawarma. Bam! Is that, is Damn! That, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's my jam! There's no onions in that, right? No, no, no. You want onions? No. Okay, no onions. No onions. Do you fool with rice? Do you want rice? Oh, rice is good. Okay, good. Um, so wait, go, go ahead. You're saying Pike Companion. Um, so, man, I've done so many, and, and, um, I've talked so much shit on so this podcast. Shit. Like, so much New World Order shit, <laughs> that I would, I would talk so much shit that I would, like, there would, there'd be sometimes I'd leave the show. You know, and I'm like, I, I'm like looking outside, see if the helicopters <laughs> are fucking following me. You know what I mean? And then sometimes I would go do a show, and I'd go in the bathroom, and I'd look myself in the mirror and fucking psych myself out. Goes, no fucking conspiracy theory, you motherfucker. <laughs> You got fucking a family. You know what I mean? Stick to pussy and UFC. That's it. I would like psych myself up and I'd go out there and like, i go, no conspiracy theories. I would try to do as many shows with no conspiracy theories. But then, you know, a Shab or Cal and they, Shab usually, you know, tries to drag it out of me. And yeah. then after, you know, a couple drinks and yeah. some weed, once the weed kicks in, then here go we off. go. Yeah. I yeah. love I love your cons- I love hearing conspiracy theories. And I love when and I love that you believe in them. Like what? I love that, that like I love that that's my Are you not part. a conspiracy theorist? After the last three years. Are so you actually like- I'm 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 who they sell it to. I'm the I'm the sucker that got vaccinated day that got the early vaccine. Like yeah. I'm, I'm the guy that like to this day, I don't know. I really don't know. I honestly don't know. If the vaccines, if the if the vaccines worked, or if what? they helped, or I don't know any of that shit. What? Yeah. What? Where are you from? Uh, Florida. No, ultimately. I mean, like, what year are you from? Yeah. Why? You tell me. Uh, dude, all this stuff is coming out right now about all the craziness that it was basically all bullshit, and that's fine. It just it's it's crazy times, dude. And all I gotta say is, I tried to tell you. 
Right, but so wait, so wait, did you get vaccinated? <laughs> is this bad? Is this, is this, you did not, I'm guessing, right? What? No, I mean, he's did you get vaccinated? He's deeper did than I me. Let, did I let Big Pharma <laughs> inject some <laughs> bullshit? I'm going viral, baby! <laughs> Did I let Big Pharma inject some experimental fucking gene therapy? <laughs> experimental? Did I, bro, did you read the dumps, bro? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, that's the whole thing. Nobody, it's like, where do you get You don't know about all the heart attacks going on? No. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about you don't know none of that? Damn. Tell me about them. Tell me you know what? Does it seem like them. people are dying more than normal? Like every day you're like RIP, like a little bit. No, I, I, can I tell you the one thing is that uh, so we, we are all you gonna this. tell us what you're cooking? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shawarma, chicken shawarma. Like, I know, I know, but the Oven steps. roasted chicken shawarma. No, so I mix together. What it's about. Yeah, you this know. isn't about the cooking. It's about knowing about the vaccine, <laughs> guys. This cooking show is a conduit to people that are hungry and getting them to not get vaccinated. <laughs> guys, monkeypox isn't real. Uh, uh bucket is monkey. Dude, listen to listen to this dude. Listen to this dude on monkeypox, bro. This guy breaks it. Listen, so so. I have a joke about like the vaccine, about the mask people and all that shit. Yeah. Did you like wearing masks? Did you feel like uh, like I, you loved I, the flu? I, I, Did you I, love I, it? I felt, I felt like it's the same thing that, uh, listen, it's the, it was the same thing as taking your shoes off the airplane. It, I don't think it fucking, Does it's you, like all of a sudden, all of a sudden we're all on fucking planes to, yesterday, yeah. the other day, and the fucking virus is still around. They're still out. Is it? I don't know. Is it? Is I it? I don't know. Listen, listen. The, you know what the opposite of social distancing is? Do you know what that is? Sex? No. Jiu-jitsu? Jiu-jitsu is the yeah. opposite. Oh, shit. I got we, right. Every night, every night, we're, we're drenched in sweat, trying to squeeze each other. It's hard. Like, you're putting everything. You, 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 go, you do strength and conditioning so that you can get, so you can squeeze harder. So yeah. you can smash harder. So you can smash someone. That's the game. How can I smash right through you and crush you. Yeah. We do that every goddamn night, sweating. Every eight minutes, we rotate, and a new random dude, you smash, sweat, spit, crush on. Yeah. That's the opposite of social distancing. You know how many people died in the 150 schools I got? Zero. Zero. When I asked Dr. Peter McCulloch that, and he's like, you know, he's doing great work with, um, uh, you know, uh, making everyone aware of the dangers of the jab. He's, he's, he's doing wonderful work. Um, but he said, I go, I, I think it's just the flu. I think they just hijacked the flu. I think it's a scam. Is it's this not, too much ba inside baseball? No, 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 way. this is what I love. So, I love so, so because I, I do feel like an idiot. I do feel like I, I'm a, a sheep. I do feel like that. I feel like I, whatever they told me when I was a kid, I believed, I believed, look, I believed in the, uh, the church. I still, I still wear the cross. I have a hard time dog, I'm letting all go. about the Lord, dog. I'm, I have a hard time letting go of anything. So, like, if you tell me something is real, I believed that that straight white dudes in high school could get AIDS. I yeah, believe that. Yeah. I believe that. I wore condoms. They got everyone. They all they had got AIDs. Every, they got everyone to believe that you can die from fucking someone in the ass. Yes. Yeah, dude, they I, got everybody. Everybody believes this is how they get There's still people that believe yeah. that right now. Yeah. They believe it. You can get AIDS from fucking. Yeah. That's they what they still did. believe that. People still believe that to that. Yeah, they get you to believe it's a gay disease, right? And, yeah. and this to is get what, you to get you to believe it. Because what the way the that? way it's like a prank show. The, they, they, the victim is never the never involved at first. So the victim goes, it's gotta be real, it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Really, 
all eyes are on me. They're setting me up. So what they do with monkeypox and they do with AIDS, oh, it was about this. It was oh. that, that's, that's fucking genius. The victim is watching the prank. Yeah. Yes. And they think it's not that. No, so they believe Dang. it's real. They believe monkeypox is real. They believe it's real because it's just a gay thing. I'm not gay thing. You know, like, okay, I don't yeah, have to worry about it. And then, and then it goes, guess what? You can get it from chicks' assholes, too. Now and it's then you're real. Like, oh, now it's real because now you already believed it. Yeah, you already believed it. You already it. believed yeah. it. So you already believe like, it's dude, it's spreading the chicks now. Then you believe it. If they would have just came out and said, monkeypox is going to get everybody, it wouldn't be that as a, impactful. You understand? Yeah, they yeah. got to get you to believe in it because you believe in it. Come on, what does a guy's asshole have that a girl's asshole yeah. doesn't have? <laughs> well... You got, no, 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 per capita, per capita, there's way, like a hundred times more girls getting fucked in the ass than guys getting fucked in the ass. There ain't that many gay dudes. <laughs> you're right. All right? You're right. You know what I mean? Per I capita? Mean, yeah, per capita. Per capita. <laughs> girls are getting in the per ass capita. way more than dudes. Per capita. Way more than dudes. More. You're right. You're right. You're <laughs> Think right. about that. They're getting in the ass a lot. I would say, I would know, I would say, okay, a hundred percent of gay dudes get it in the ass. Right? I, I don't know right? about that. Right? And that's uh, that's ten percent of the population. Yeah. But then I would say thirty-seven percent of girls like it in the ass. Not all of them. <laughs> Not all of them. But thirty-seven percent. Like, Dude, that's, that's like two freaks. billion. They're that's freaks. like two billion. There's a lot of freaks right? out there. Yeah, you're right. Oh, only a man's ass will fucking put fucking pimples on your dick. Not a girl's ass. Oh no, not a girl's ass. It doesn't make any sense. Oh. Science. Come on, what does a guy's ass have that a girl's ass don't have? Nothing! It's the same bacteria, it's the same amoebas, it's the same pathogens, it's the same fucking 15-year-old fucking pranks. It's on the side of the rectum, it's like, right. I've been here since third grade, dog. It's like, I'm not gonna get flushed. Like they know, they dude, they know the conspiracy theory pathogens go, dude, you get shit out, you're gonna get flushed into the goddamn yeah. grape wide open. So there's pathogens hanging on to that rectum, dog, since the fucking elementary. You we don't have to get into that, this shit'll get yeah, canceled. Yeah, I don't want to get remember this, just think. Yeah. I got kicked off, just everything? know, just know, dog, I got kicked off of Instagram for a diarrhea joke. So, you know. You got, you got kicked off for good? Yeah, I'm not, well, yeah, it's gone. You know, Sam Tripoli gone second time. First time was for Hillary Clinton's camel toe. That was the first time they took me down. And the second one was because I said, uh, Kim Kardashian is a prostitute with explosive diarrhea, according to my black sources. And they- and Who they were your black sources again? Ray J and Kanye West. Those are my and, sources. And Candace Owens. Yeah, those, that's what right. right. And that's what you said. Kanye, Ray J, and then Candace Owens was hilarious. <laughs> that's what they said. It. I was just <laughs> quoting them. So, and then so they, they kicked go, you off? They kicked me off. Are you still off? No, I'm a, I'm a visible man, dog. Ari's invisible. Is there, is there Ari's a way to get your shit back? Well, I paid some dude $3,500 to do it to get, get me back. And I was back and I was playing really nice. So they they gave me two dings and they got they gave me three dings this time. First ding was for, uh, I posted this video of these two kids fighting in high school and they're fighting in the bathroom and they just bang through this, this uh, one of those stalls and the dude's taking a shit and they're fighting each other while he's trying to take a dump, which is my number one fear in my life, is having to fight while I have to take a shit. Yeah. You ever done that? Where like someone just no. busts through, your pants are down, now you gotta defend yourself? That's never happened to me. But no. doesn't that scare you? I'm weird though. Like, <laughs> I'm making rice also. Okay, <laughs> thank you. I remember the first time I got Kamikoto knives, I was going, I, I remember I was, I just bought fresh fish and I, I got the knives. They came in, 
they came in this. I can't believe this is right here. It's a beautiful wood box. And I remember opening the wood box, showing the knives, and being blown away. I'm already using one of the knives. It's just absolutely gorgeous knives. And I used them to cut sushi, and I was blown away. The knives are made with high-quality Japanese steel using traditional techniques. Each knife is individually inspected and comes with a lifetime guarantee. They come in this beautiful ash and wooden box, which makes for a great present. You don't even need to wrap it up. You just don't even need to put a bow on it. You just put it under the, under the tree. The knives are used by Michelin star chefs all over the world. And I'm telling you, when I say, if you're thinking about a present to get someone in your family, this is what you get. Anyone that likes to cook, likes to cut, the sous chef, get them for, get them for the family, have them off to the side and make cooking a family event. Hey, I need someone to cut a tomato for me. Cut up these onions. Kamikoto is running a massive Black Friday sale right now and is offering my viewers an extra $50 off any purchase with the discount code BURNING. Go to kamikoto.com slash burning and please help support the channel. The most wonderful time of the year is also the most hectic time of the year. Everyone puts off shopping until the last minute. Over at burrburrburr.com, we are an online store and it's, it's how we do our business. Uh, we get really excited, but we can be buried in orders this holiday season. ShipStation is offering a free 60-day trial which is quick and easy to set up. Now is the time to try ShipStation if you've ever been on the fence. If you're still using the default shipping option to run your online store, chances are you're putting up with a lot of unnecessary hassle and limiting your potential for growth. ShipStation works with all your favorite places to sell online, including Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify, and more. Over 130,000 companies have grown their e-commerce businesses with ShipStation, and 98% of the companies that stick with ShipStation for a year become lifetime customers. Companies like my friends at Onnit, Wolfgang Puck, Chubbies, Ugmunk, use the promo code BURNING at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com and the promo code's BURNING. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. So here's my biggest regret. Joey, Joey Diaz calls me up and he's like, dog, we're taking jujitsu, 10th planet. It's never too late. Me and you. And I was like, cool. And it's I drove out. Joey's like, I can't make it tonight. You go out there. Talk to Eddie Bravo. He'll take care of you. And I went out and I sat there and this is exactly what happened. You said, you said, yeah, we'll get you in. We'll figure it out. We'll get you in. And I remember you were, you were a tad bit distracted. And I, and I was looking at you and I go, is there something wrong with your eye? And you go, no. <laughs> and I said, I think something's up with your eye. And you went, oh yeah, I have a black eye. And I went, how'd you get a black eye? And you go, I don't know. And I said, what do you mean? You got probably, probably from rolling, I guess. And I went, does that happen often? And you're like, yeah. And I went, well, I don't think I can do this. And you were, and you were like, why not? And I go, because I'm on camera every week. I can't Dude, just I show up on camera that. with I a black eye and, and not talk about it. Everyone's yeah. like, the fuck? Why you wear talk? makeup. Yeah. Just put some makeup on, man. You I like the cure, right? Yeah, I love the cure. Depeche Mode? Oh. Poison? I, do, yes. You, where's the makeup? Yeah. Okay, where's the makeup, bro? I can't come on, man. Welcome back to Travel Channel. Yeah, baby. You like David Bowie? What? You I like David Bowie? You like Prince? Love Prince. Where's the makeup? God damn it. You like RuPaul? I love RuPaul. Where's the makeup? Yeah. <laughs> you like uh, competitive female swimming? Where's the makeup? You like them drag queen shows that they're doing for little kids? <laughs> Where, <laughs> where's the makeup? <laughs> do they do that? Oh, so wait, how long would it how long would it take me to get to like what's a what's a place where people to get to go? Sephora? Sephora's right there on the like, Ventura Laurel Canyon. It's gonna take you fifteen minutes. No. Do you realize? Do you realize Joe Rogan would have a fucking conniption if I started doing jujitsu, got in shape? He'd be like, 
He'd be, he'd be like, no fucking way. He'd block you on Instagram. <laughs> no, he would, 100%. If you started doing jujitsu and you got in great shape and you got jacked, yeah. he would block you. <laughs> what? 100%. Why? He would. He would. He definitely he would. would. I'm just being honest. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. He, Come he, on. He, he, <laughs> Come he, on. Goes, he goes, the reason we can't have competitions in Sober October is because of Bert. And Tom's like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, you and Ari, I can talk shit to, but I hear Bert talking shit and I want to murder him. I want to put him in the fucking ground. And I was like, I made a, I made a couple unwise decisions with him at, at key moments in my life. Number one was going, looking him in the eyes, go, I can run a marathon with no training at all. And he was like, you can't. And I was like, I can. And he was like, no, you can't. And I was like, I think it was the same day that I told him I could do a split. And he goes. Wait, you said you could run a marathon with no training at all? Yeah. Why did you say that? I can You can't. I did. I did. I ran the LA Marathon with no training at all. You didn't you didn't try at all. Did you walk it? Nope. Jogged the whole time. You are a fucking superhero. You are. You got that. You are. So you got that you farmer got, strength, you, huh? Dude, I'm. Dude, you got that you, redneck trailer track. That's incredible. Strength. It's, yeah, I never so, heard of such a thing. White yeah. garbage. Well, I, I brought that up to Joe and he was like, it's impossible. It's impossible. And then I did it. And, uh, you're the only one that could do it in the, in the yeah, history man. of humanity. No, you know that, right? You're the people, only one. No, no, you're the people. only one. A a running a marathon with no training? Yeah, yeah. it's very you, easy. You that's like saying, that's like saying, like, that's like no, saying, no power walk. Nope, not, no power walk. Jog the entire no time. Brisk I have, how long was it? One five mile? Hour, five hours and 33 minutes. What? Five hours you and 33 minutes. You went five hours straight, no training. No training. Crystal meth? Nothing, nothing. Coke? Nothing. My Instagram, I kept putting on my stories. I would be like, what's up, everybody? I'm mile 16. So hold on. You were running for five hours, five hours while talking. Yeah, yeah. I, my, my pace was, I think, 13 minutes, 13, 14 minutes a mile. You so, are a superhero. Yeah, just- What are all, you, Paul Bunyan? You know, all I did was say, put one, as a matter of fact, Jesus Trejo trained for it, and I beat him by like fucking 45 minutes. I, I just was, I just- Okay, I, when you say you didn't train for it. I, I, the same training- Does I'm, that like, mean, does that mean you didn't, you weren't doing anything Athletic wise? No, no, no. I always do shit athletic. No one believes me, but I always. Oh, so do. you did train? No, no. I always train. I always. Listen, I'm living oh, no, my, so you know, yeah. you're you always train. train. So I you always did train. train. I'm always. You, train. Have, I always, you always train. Always Listen, train. You did train. I always. I always work out. Then you did train because yeah, you said yeah. you did a marathon without training. Yeah. And now you're saying so you always train. When you run a marathon, there's a there's a way to train for a marathon. Yeah. You didn't specifically train. I didn't train for one. I just I just always work out. Okay, so makes okay. The reason why Joe flipped out was because you made it sound like to us, like you didn't, like you were sitting on your ass oh, watching no, fucking. No. Well, I think that's, I think that's part of my, the perception of me is people. No, you got to make that clear. And you go, do try. They go, they go, oh, he just fucking does nothing. Yeah, but dude, drink. you got smooth fat, bro. I got smooth fat. <laughs> you got, I'm jealous of you because I got bad angles. I got to wear these certain kind of shirts, these. Because they hide my angle. I got bad angles. Well, I I've can't always, take off the I've shirt. always. You got smooth fat. I always, I love getting on a treadmill, watching TV at the end of the night with a box of wine. It's one of my favorite things. A box of wine? A a box, what are you, a hobo? Yeah. Get a box of wine. No, it's a box of wine. Just, you don't box have to, of don't wine? Have to Very easy to what pour. What are you, a single woman with a thousand cats? What is what box, of what is box of wine? Can you show easy. us this box of wine? What is it, Mad I don't Dog? I don't have any. I did, I did, yeah. Wine in the cardboard box? Yeah. It is extremely easy to, to manage because you take your wine, you got it on the treadmill sitting up there. You got your glass. There's a little spigot, so you just, and then you, and then every now and then, feet on the side, giggle. Caffietti's so fucking good. Chug, put it back up. 
little soft jog, just break a sweat, just break a sweat. If you walk into 3.7 on a treadmill with a box of wine for two hours, you'd be shocked. You go to bed like a baby. And so I do that all the time. Um, so you did train, okay. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't like, I wasn't like- You um, didn't like start I wasn't training. like, like uh, someone who doesn't lift weights, or I always have lifted weights. I've always tried to maintain some sort of fitness. But <clears throat> I don't think people believe it. I think they're like, he's lying, look at him. Yeah, and but so, your yeah. training, your normal training uh, will, will translate in jogging. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think, and it's, I think it's a mindset where you just say to yourself, I know, that for the next six hours, this is where I am, this is my reality, and all I gotta do is put one foot in front of the other foot and just shuffle them until I get to the ocean. And I just was like, that's it. And how, how many miles? Uh, 26. Damn, dog. And I, when I got to the store, the store was 13 miles exactly, halfway there. And I thought, it would have been nice if they had put my name up on the thing, congrats for running. It would have given me a little inspiration. You didn't do any EPO? No, I would, I, you know, right now we're going through that. Me and my wife. What's EPL? Ask Lance Armstrong. Yeah. What do you mean you're going through it? Well, Leanne and I are talking about getting on uh, like peptides and steroids and everything because it just, it, I, I'm not to get you guys off on a tangent, but the the way we both had COVID, I've had COVID, I think four or five times now. That's so, it? Yeah. And so. Well, did you get the booster, bro? Uh, of course I did. Say. Okay. So you got full blown AIDS. Go on. Yeah. And so um, the so way. So wait, wait. How many shots total? Did you yeah. Have? How many shots have you got? I've gotten. No, Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> oh no! Wait, that. you got the Johnson. You didn't do the Pfizer, the Moderna. No, no, no. Oh, that's why you're good. Okay. Yeah. And so the Johnson, you think Johnson the Johnson Johnson is, is good. the less dangerous one? Okay. Because it's, it's the old less dangerous yeah. one. Yeah. It's like if you have crystal meth, heroin, cocaine. It's the cocaine. It's the Molly. Okay. You're going to eat ass for five hours. Yeah, you're going to survive. Yeah, but including break, piss breaks yeah. and water breaks, we count that all together as five hours of eating ass. Yeah. You yeah. got you gotta, it counts. Speaking of which, probably not the best transition to, to talk about our sponsor, Omaha Steaks. Oh, Omaha shit. Steaks also sells chicken. Have, oh, you ever, have, you ever, have you ever used Omaha Steaks? Oh, yeah. They're fucking amazing. Yeah. They They're, send meat to your house? Yeah. Best gift for a dad too. Like if your dad, you're like, dude, send my dad something. Bam, send him some steak. He's like, I love you, son. Yeah, like, dude, it's some nice fillets. Right. They do frost perfectly. Yeah. I will tell you this. I will ride or die. I will put my mortgage on you trying an Omaha steak hot dog and not saying it's the best fucking hot dog you've ever had. Yeah. It is the best fucking hot dog. They're burgers. And then they've got tartlets. They've got twice baked make mashed potatoes. But more importantly, their chicken is phenomenal. Chicken's that chicken, right? Chicken's chicken. It, chicken's like vodka. You, you, can't, you can't do it too much better, right? Right. Like when it comes to steaks, you think high-end Omaha steaks are great. Chicken's chicken. You're going to get chicken at the store. You're gonna get, 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 load up on chicken. Save some money. Use our promo code. I'm sure it's right there. And get your chicken. Put it in your freezer. You'll have chicken for the rest of the fucking year. And if a pandemic shows up because the government planned it, then boom, you are loaded. Oh, you, look at that. Look yeah, at that. Dude. Boom. You like Flip the way I did that? Waking up. True. Waking up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we got Bert. We got him. You got me. You got me. You got me. Welcome to the dark side. Dude, I, dude it's we got some trust shit nobody. in it. I, I wish. MRNA. Fucking. I love jabs. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the greatest quarterback from Florida State? Charlie Ward. Okay. Without That's the greatest Ward, one ever? Sure. What did sure. he do in the pros? Heisman what happened in the pros? He, he played basketball. Yeah, he, he never went to the pros. No, he never went to the pros. Okay, so who was the second best quarterback 
Yeah. No one. I mean, Winky was, was good else. for when he played. Winky was good for it. Winky was like. Look at Sam with this college football knowledge. I used to knowledge. love Florida State. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I used to root for him. I, uh, Winky, I, Winky was there when I was there. Winky went and played minor league baseball and then came back and played college football. Yeah, he was like, like 35 playing. How did Charlie Ward do in baseball? He was on the Patch Hewing Knicks, bro. He was pretty yeah, good. Was oh, no, so he, he got some rings? No, they never got a ring, but they would go deep in play. So he was good. He was starting. He was, he was, he was amazing. He was a service. He was work, a, done, work Done was there when I was there. Um, work Done was great. Building houses for single mothers. Work Done's a bad motherfucker. He's, me and him probably have very little in common. At graduation, we sat next to each other. and I've been, You know he's Van Wilder, right? <laughs> I know that. And so, and so, edit that out. And so, (laughs) I fucking hate it because everyone's always like. Did they base that movie on you? Yes. Wait a minute. That movie was based on you. That's what I'm saying. I thought you were being uh, metaphoric. The movie was based on him. There's an article written about. Ryan Reynolds, that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Did you block him on Instagram? No, no, I'd love to fucking meet him. But dude, I don't want to. Here's the thing. Here's Ryan Reynolds. Here's my problem. He played you. He played you. Listen. 100%. No, listen to me. In 1997, Rolling Stone magazine wrote an article about me calling me the number one party animal in the country. That got optioned into a movie uh, and to make a movie. So a bunch of people submitted scripts. And one of those scripts, when the option went away, I signed a deal with Will Smith. Will Smith's like, yo, either he plays himself, or you guys got to kill this option. And then there was, he wanted to have gay sex with me. Yeah, he wanted to have gay sex with me. So the option goes away. Everyone takes their scripts, takes it to other places. One of them takes it to National Lampoon. And they change my name, keep my friend's name in it, and then that becomes the movie Van Wilder. Holy that is the legend. Shit. So I hear that, and then I go, and then and my agents, managers, they all wanted to sue when the movie came out. Ryan Reynolds had not really done anything. He'd been in Two Guys, a Girl, in a Pizza Place up until then. So he wasn't like a star. It didn't have a big premiere. Didn't make any money in the theaters. I saw that shit right when it came out. <laughs> and I fucking loved it. But it got really no, no, big so, on So it got tell really me about the real Van Wilder. I want to know, like, what, what did you do that Rolling Stone, like, what, what were you doing that Rolling Stone had to make a fucking, they, they wrote an article about you, right? I was, I was. What uh, did you do? Like, what was it? Well, what separated you from every other man, Not to part? like, not to. To your own home. No, not I'm not tooting no, any no, horn. No, First real. of all, I've been in college for six and a half years. Okay. And so okay. Uh, I knew everyone there. Like okay. I knew. Did you actually go into classes? Yeah. <laughs> like, so why were you this? How did you become this party guy? So what happened is uh, Rolling Stone wanted to write an article about the school at first. Okay. And so they reached out to a bunch of people, like a couple presidents of organizations. Okay. And they said, you know, we want a chaperone. So I'm going to take us around and show us around. Do you have anyone that you, from your work, and every, the first five people he called all said my name. They all said, you got to go with Bert. You got to go with Bert. The last guy he called thought it was me pranking him. So he's like, oh yeah. And it, like really sold it. Bert's a fucking animal, man. He's the fucking machine. You're going to fucking love this guy. Oh, dude. And so the guy then called me. And that guy goes, went on to be a Simpsons character because he sounds exactly <laughs> like that Simpsons yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so he gives, he gives. That guy, my phone number, that guy calls me. My buddy Blair answers a phone. I'm in the middle of a bong hit. And he, he goes, hey, it's Rolling Stone for you. And I was like, okay. So I'm in the middle of a bong hit. We're about to play disc golf. I was like, hello? And he was like, hey, my name's Eric Hedegaard. I've worked for da, da, da. You know, I want to come spend a week with you. And, I, and then I exhaled at the end of his pitch. And he goes, were you just doing a bong hit? And I said, yeah, I'm playing disc golf in a little bit. And I was like, yeah, come down in November. I'll, I'll just call me when you get here. And I hung up. 
And the guy must have felt, felt like he stepped in shit. He must have been like, this is the guy. So he goes down and we, and, and I was like, yo, Rolling Stones here. I didn't think it was going to be real. He showed up in my house. He's like, can I stay with you? I'll stay. I'll just follow you around for five days, six days. And I just fucking threw like the biggest party you'd ever could have imagined. For that. Like, like, I was like, I was like, yo, I had everyone up in the magazine. I was like, Rolling Stones here. I'm going to throw a party. And so we threw a party that was like fucking epic. What was epic about the party? What was the, what was the top? So here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing that made me different at that time in my life was that I knew everyone from everywhere. So I knew everyone in every fraternity. So this guy I knew everyone we, in every sorority. So the, I didn't have any, I, I just knew everyone. So when I said, hey, let's do a party, I called like four or five people. We all lived in this big place called Indian Village by the Doe Campbell. And so everyone's like, okay, on it, we'll get kegs. And so now we all have houses, uh, condos by the pool. It's, it's SIGAP, uh, SAE, Lambda Chi, ATO, KA. And, and we're all like the, the kind of the heads of our fraternities. And so all of a sudden it is the most, the most insane rager you've ever fucking seen. It's a Rolling Stone party. Dude, yeah. And everyone's like, where's the Rolling Stone guy? They want to meet him. And if they meet him, they're like fucking acting up. And, and, and we just, and, and you know, this is the big thing. You know how you would, um, if like normally if you were in college, you just wake up and maybe watch ESPN a couple times. Well, I had a guy with me with a pen and paper going like, what do we do next? So I'd be like, fuck it. Let's, uh. We go to a bar. It's like eight in the morning. Let's see if we can get someone to open a bar. So someone would open a bar. We'd make wings and we'd all, we just partied our fucking dicks off. I mean, really partied our dicks off. And at the end of the thing, when we became really good friends, uh, me and this guy, Eric, the other thing is, what are you going to, what do you think is going to happen to you? Like, how do I end this story? What's going to happen to you? And I was like, I was like, I don't know. I was like, I'll probably end up selling carpets in East Georgia. He's like, what do you want to do? I said, I want to do comedy. And he was like, you should. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. So then they go home. This is a, supposed to be an article about Florida State. And I get a call and they're like, I think we're going to shift the focus of the article a little bit. Because it was really broad. We didn't really have a story about Florida State, but we have a really good story about you. Can we send a picture, down, a, a photographer down to take some pictures of you? And I was like, yeah, sure. When the article came out, it was me in the center, like ripping my shirt open in the fountain with a keg <laughs> and a bunch of chicks. And the opening sentence was, it's taken... Burt Kreischer, six and a half years to become the man he is today, which is the number one partier at the number one party school in the country. And it changed my life immediately. Yeah. Like, immediately, like... Like, what happened immediately? Of, like what? of Television shows all started showing up in Tallahassee going, hey, we're going to say, we want to meet you. We want to meet you. Uh, Oprah called. Girls were all like... No, not no? a girlfriend. I, no? And no, Chris Winkie came up to me at a bar. He was starting quarterback at Florida State. And he's like, you read the article. Cool shit, man. Let's get a beer. The offensive line was there. And they're like, we're partying with the fucking party animal. Here's the thing about the, the Van Water thing, and I'm being serious. I want to meet Ryan Reynolds. I want to meet that guy. Who does But I don't want to meet him and him go, whatever, you're the Van Water guy? Like, I'm like, Bert, I'm, like I want to be bigger than that. Like, I, I'm, I'm touring in arenas. I'm, 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 I'm working my ass off. We I played have, a yeah. gay bar in Jacksonville. Yeah, well, okay, same, same. <laughs> But like, but like, I, I go. I don't want to be known as that guy. I want to be known as. I want Burt Kreischer to be bigger than that. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, but then I, then it doesn't because it's like there's no competition. You're both like crushing it in your own way. No, there's I, no competition. I just don't want to. Like, if you go, can you imagine meeting someone and them going, "This is Sam Tripley." Instead of stating your your obvious achievements, going, "He fucked Brenda in college," and then so everyone's what? like. Ooh, you fuck Brenda? And then you're like, well, hang on one second. I, I also have two children. I'm really happy, right, like, you know? Right. So what um, what needs to happen before you 
for you to feel comfortable to meet him and hang out with him? Mm. What needs to happen? Uh, my movie, The Machine, needs to come out, and it needs to be do very well. You got a movie coming out? Yeah, yeah. The Machine. Are you in it? Yeah, I star in it. And so I, that, I think if that movie came out and it did well, and like, and then you know, you start getting offers, then I can meet that guy and be like, I'd be comfortable going, "Hey, man, just so you know, I met the dudes at, at National Lampoon. They told me that this story's based on me." Like, I don't have any proof of that shit, but like, the, but other than people that worked on the project telling me, oh yeah, yeah, we read that article, the whole thing's based on you. And then I'd be like, I'm Bert, but, and then but I would love for him, when I say my name's Bert, I'd love for him to go, oh, I know who you are. As opposed to, oh, Van Wilder, huh? Does that make sense? We have, we have, I'm going to slice these up for you. Check the chicken right now. We don't do have think? any sides What do you think, no boys? What do you think? That looks that good. Looks perfect. Right? And That's you a just good... see how it sliced through. This is a beautiful thing about Omaha Steaks. I don't know what they do to their food. And listen, but... dude, not all chicken's the same, bro. That's some good shit right there. There's some fucking bad dude. chicken out there. Take a look at this. Dude, you're a fucking chef, dog. Then take a look at this. This is the best gig ever. You guys like a tzatziki, a homemade tzatziki? I'm down with it. Should we drizzle for you? yogurt? Yeah. Let's do it. Dude, you are a legit chef. And you just dropped all sorts of epic stories while you're making epic food. Oh. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for coming on my cooking show. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck some this up. Do you want to see some fucking badass knives? Do we have do we have the knives that were given to me? Yeah, right here. Super Mario is life. Where do you see these fucking knives? This Fan sent them to me, and these knives are fucking sharp as shit and badass ho homemade. Oh my god! Yeah. Sam, get in there. Lean, lean in a little bit. Less. Right there. One, a perfect two. Oh, that's so good. Man, let's see. You've won, dude. In life, I I, I didn't think you were. Chicken looks. I never thought you were actually gonna make something like like uh, gourmet. I thought you were just gonna make some fucking dude. That's the best ever. Eggs. That's fucking pretty goddamn good. Have you made this before? No, or? never. You just made what? that on the go. You never I just made, made this. It? No, I've never made this before. You made this because he's Armenian. Yeah. Oh shit! Just look. I mean, look, chicken is one of the harder things to cook when you're a kid. You're like, everyone makes it dry. And look at just how tender that is. I don't know if it's the Omaha Steaks chicken that they sent me or if it's my skills, but I'll take it. I want to start off by saying I've been using Made in Cookware to cook my breakfast every morning for the last month. And I'm going to tell you two things. I can feel the difference when using Made in products, and I can taste the difference when using Made in products. Made in's award-winning non-stick cookware has a double layer of professional grade nonstick coating. Maiden's carbon steel cookware can handle up to 1200 degrees and is perfect for cooking on your stove, grill, or even on an open flame. Plus an extensive collection of bakeware, glassware, plateware, and more. Top professional chefs use Maiden cookware, including Tom Calicchio, Brooke Williamson, Grant Ackett, Stephanie Izzard, and more. High quality without the traditional markup. That is what we've learned. Through these companies that support these podcasts, they're selling directly to you. Made in sells directly to you, making for lower prices 
without sacrificing quality. Maiden's cookware is a fraction of the cost of other top brands at retail. No middleman means no middleman markup. Something's Burning listeners get 15% off full-priced items from Maiden. For full details, visit maidencookware.com slash burning. That's maidencookware.com slash burning. We are supported by Ridge. Ridge is a badass wallet. I first found them when we were on the road in Moline. There was an outdoor shop that had them, and I was like, what the hell are this? What the hell are these? They look like they just hold credit cards. And they're like, yeah, it's a new wallet. It's badass. Holds up to 12 credit cards, plus it's got room for cash. There's over 30 colors, and they include carbon fiber and burnt titanium. I bought the burnt titanium one. The wallets have over 50,000 five-star reviews, and they're durable material, which means each wallet comes with a lifetime guarantee. The Ridge team is so confident that you're going to like it, and so am I, quite honestly, that they're going to let you test drive it for 45 days. You can send it back for a full refund if you don't love it, but I guarantee you will. It's made with an RFID blocking technology that protects you from digital pickpocketers. I love my Ridge wallet. I got one for Ron on the bus because it's sleek, it's minimal, and for a guy like Ron who sits on his ass but needs his money on him at all times because he gets over and gets gas, it is perfect. It doesn't wad up his pants. For me, it's just my cash, my cards, and it looks awesome, and I know it's secure. Get the best offer with link ridge.com slash burning, and right now you can save up to 40% off through December 22nd. That's ridge.com slash burning to save 40%. I have a, I have a, you know what I have? If you guys do, if you guys light it, I have a solo stove and we can have Brie and Paris for dinner, for dessert if you're interested. I want some dessert. Brie and Paris. All right, let's heat up. We'll talk and then I'll send you guys out. You guys light it and then I'll cut up the prayers and Brie. Put it over. It's a smokeless stove. It's pretty fucking nice. They're really great, especially if you go camping. You know, you take your family out. But like we, have a, we go out to the beach. Really fucking nice. Put them out there. And it's and the fucking wood they gave us is through the roof. What's so, so crazy about the guy the that owned this house? So he was best friends with Jack LaLanne, right? Oh, Remember shit. Jack LaLanne? The oh, workout yeah. guy? He was best friends with Jack LaLanne. So they had all this first-generation workout gear all over the place. Like the first, uh, like, like, uh, like pulley machine that Jack LaLanne <laughs> came out with. They had all of it all over here. And his other best friend was Hugh Hefner. Oh, yeah. So you and know they were in some weird shit. Dude, he, they had Hugh Hefner's bed. They, Hugh Hefner had this like insane bed built for him. Uh, like before the you one, know he, they got weird shit, bro. And then he said, he, said, came from. he said, Hugh Hefner had this insane bed built for him. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote a, uh, a, when I worked on the man show, I wrote this commercial parody that never uh, went anywhere. It was called the fuck bed. It was a, it was about a bed. Yeah. Like opening the commercial is the guy's having sex with his, his wife or his girlfriend. And then the bed falls apart yeah. and she goes, that's it. I'm getting out. I'm done with you. And she leaves and the guy looks, he's like, fuck. So it's like, <laughs> has this happened to you? You know what I mean? So, so it was a bed that could take. The most pounding. So it was built with like steel girders and judo mats. And everything yeah. like this <laughs> ultimate fuck bed. It was yeah. called a fuck bed. And then we had, remember Bob Sapp? 375 oh, yeah, pounds. Of Big giant black. Oh, he gun. comes in to fuck on the bed? He come, no, they're, they're, they're testing the bed. So they got scientists in, in lab coats and they got clipboards. And Bob Sapp is fucking for, for the studies for the day these fucking blow up dolls. So he's like, fucking blow up dolls. And he's blowing them up. They're blowing. So he's like, give me another one. And they throw in there like the signs and give him another one. So his Bob Sapp just fucking blow up dolls on this bed. He goes, give him another one. He's like, 
was a commercial for red bean gum. It was a fuck bet. It was too scatological, they said. All you think about is sex and shit. That's what they told me. Like they ignored my 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 uh, sketches. I love that Bob Sapp. That's a fucking throwback. I've heard Bob Sapp in a while. He Give was, me another one. He was so fucking jacked. Is that like number one guy that like if you had the power rank dudes you didn't want to walk in on being with your wife? Is he like top guy? Three hundred and seventy five pounds. Like what are you gonna do? Shaq is probably number one. I heard Shaq has a regular dick. Yeah. That's like the big. The rumor is like no, it's not. It's not what you think. It's not you, like. Did you mind him? I bet regular. What a regular dick looks like on track. Yeah. You must look like micro, yeah. dude. He's like, dude, you got a small dick. He goes, actually, no, it's not small. It's actually nine inches. It just looks tiny on me. It's actually a 12-inch cock. It just looks like a six-inch dick would look on you. Dude, right? God damn it. That's fucking- If his dick was proportional to her, his, his body, it would be 19 inches. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I would, I it was would, just normal proportion. It would be 19. There's a few things that I'd put money behind a paywall for. And one of them is a picture of Shaq's dick. Really? I'd, I'd want to see Shaq's dick. I bought a Playgirl when Brad Pitt was naked in it just to see his dick. He has a hog. He has who? a fucking Brad, Brad Pitt? Pitt has a hog. You know, who's pro- you know who probably has the biggest dick in, in all of Hollywood? Bill Maher. Pete Davidson. Uh... He's got to have a big he fucking has, dick, no, dude. Think, that guy's got to have I a think, big dick. No, All think, the bitches he's banging, but he's banging high-level chick after chick after chick after no, chick. I, I, think, I think what he does, I think he's got You think he's eating ass and pussy every no, day? No, no. You know what his thing is? He's doing something. It's, it's, Either his dick is this big and he can... You know what? I well, think, I think he has a big girl dick said it and he's one of those dudes that can blow loads over and over again. Like me, I blow a load, dude. I want a sandwich. I'm done. I don't want seconds. Yeah. I'm not like, there's no round two, dog. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. I hope you came because I'm done. Yeah. But there's dudes out there, 3% of dudes out there, and they usually go into porn. Yeah. They can bust nut after nut after nut. I wish I had those powers. Can you imagine if you could bust a nut and go, I would do it again. do it again. That study. That got that number at three percent. Most feet, most guys, most true, true or false. Most Who guys nut and they're done with the clipboard. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. When you nut, are you done? Do you, when you nut, are you done? Here's the thing about me. That's I a nut, nut dog. You I can nut, keep going. You can keep but going. My dick stays hard. What? No. That's a superpower. No, my it dick. Is. Dude, I dude, that's a superpower. The reason I had such a bad drug problem is because I could fuck on coke like nothing, bro. You should have no. been a porn star. Yeah, no, I'm just not big part. enough. Nobody big. wants to jerk off. So to me. it's not that big, but you could go forever. Yeah, I got. You I could got, just keep going. I got like a fucking shank, bro. I'm yeah. just shanking. Bang, I, bang, dude, I got, I got 15 good minutes, and I'm done. Dude, dude this thing's hard for yeah, an hour. I got 15 minutes. It just stays yeah, there. I wake up. Girls so, are riding. I was dog. so fast the other day that my wife goes, "That can't be what you thought it would be." But I, I know a guy. I have a good friend that I grew up with in jujitsu. He was my number one training partner, and his problem with his girlfriends was was he would go through girlfriends because they couldn't hang with him. He needed to fuck every day for an hour. And these girl, and the girls he was going out with, they just had 10, 15 minutes. You yeah. know what I mean? And they were like done. And it would be a big fucking deal to him. Like, damn, I wish I had those powers. Because, I, I you can't. know what I mean? 15 minutes is all I need. Hard 15 yeah. minutes. Like, like this Wait. for 15 minutes is a long time. Could you, you time that? If you time that? 15 minutes? 15 minutes like that. That's a long time. That's a long time, but some girls want an hour. I can't come and listen. Yeah, because they're just hour. laying back doing I'm nothing. Like, I like yeah. that too if I as just sit back. When I was single, when I was single. Preach. As soon as a girl said, when I was single, I went to the strip club. I was single for a long time. As soon as a girl said, 
oh, I've never had an orgasm. I'm like, damn, we can't hang. You know what I mean? Because you're going to be very disappointed in my performance. Because there are girls who can't have orgasms. They want to fuck for like an hour and a half. That's like going I'm like, that's too long. Can you imagine signing up for I need a fishing guide who goes, I've never caught a fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no. no. I was like, oh, I was like, we can't hang. So yeah. we became, I became friends with those girls. When they say, oh my God, I, no one's ever made me come. That is or, so I've only funny. Come, I only come once in my life. I'm like, okay, we can't hang. And I would recommend them. I would try to hook them up with my friends in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. I go, I know a guy for you. <laughs> he needs, you know, he can fuck for an hour like a fucking jackrabbit. You guys would be great together. He loves fucking. You could you, okay, here's the question. Could you, life dependent on it, give a woman an orgasm with your hands tied behind your back, just your dick? All you're allowed to yes, do is this. Yes, I know how to grind on. Only, it all depends on the chick. There's some girls that can come easy. They can pop off two within 10 minutes. I like those. The ones that can oh, we all no do. problem. We, uh, we like those. Dude, uh, dude. We like cars that got returned early and they're and they only have uh, 85 miles on them, dude, but they're still used. I had, there was this girl that I was... Uh, dude, I heard I like unicorns too. I've never uh, seen one. Dude, there was this girl that I knew that was a friend of mine oh. and she had a boyfriend and I was like attracted to her. This is back when like... 15 years ago. And I was very attracted to her. And she was a good friend of mine. She had a boyfriend. And then one day she goes, I'm having trouble with my boyfriend. I'm like, well, what's going on? She goes, he's so mad at me because I come. As soon as he puts his dick in me, I come so fast. And you don't like that. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to marry this bitch. Like, and she was telling me, she goes, she was telling me her boyfriend's mad because she comes to the biggest humble brag I've like, ever heard in my life. Was that, I was like, damn. My dick is running. Now, hold on. My boyfriend Did you like just me? have this like time where all the strippers would just sit around and have therapy with each other? Oh. And you would all just talk about your My boyfriend is mad at me because I grew up sucking my thumb. So I need to sleep with something in my mouth. And so I yeah. put his dick in my mouth. Yeah. And he hates yeah. it. What the fuck? <laughs> exactly. What the fuck? Uh, back in the 90s when I was working at the strip club. What strip uh, club? What strip club was it? Uh, the Bear Elegance by the airport, LAX. And uh, there was this one girl that I was really like uh, infatuated with. She was <laughs> very beautiful, real beautiful. And I, for a year, I was just like, oh my God, I was just so infatuated with her. And then, but she had a boyfriend. Yeah. And then uh, her boyfriend and her parted ways. And now she's single at the strip club. And then she was at the DJ booth, like just throwing um, signals and signs. And then she goes, um, yeah, I just broke up with my boyfriend and I'm staying at my best friend's mom's house. Like her mom and dad, her best friend lived with her mom and dad. And I'm like, damn, she goes, can you give me a ride home? I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, this girl that I've had uh, <clears throat> feelings for and I felt affectionate feelings yeah. towards her. She wanted a ride home. And so I gave her a ride home and I had a, a 91 Ford Explorer, like the side windows go out like that. Like yeah, those side yeah, windows, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very important. Sport, sport. It's sport. very important. The sport. No, you remember. You don't remember. <laughs> so she's sitting shotgun. So I drove her home, and we started making out and um, kissing affectionately. And uh, she, we couldn't go inside to uh, procreate. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I wanted to. I was in love with her. I was. I was. No, no. I was in love. She was a stripper. She was a stripper. So. We, uh, if we were going to consummate our relationship, <laughs> is that correct? It Verbiage? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just trying. I know you have sex. We had to do it in the car. 
So she's sitting shotgun. She'd been stripping eight hours though. Remember that? Yeah. And there's no showers at the strip club. Okay. So uh, she had Vans on with no socks. You know what Vans smell like with no socks? Yeah. She took her fucking shoes off. We're about to um, consummate our relationship. Shotgun. And her feet are kicking. The worst feet. Like like, uh, maximum feet odor. Like everybody knows that. When you're like, someone's feet. Like what's going on with the feet? No socks with Vans on. And she'd been stripping all day in heels. So and then when I pu- I'm like, dude, I liked her so much, I didn't give a fuck. Power through it. Yeah, yeah, power through it. And then I then I pulled down her panties like that, and then I got a whiff of her genitalia. <laughs> Mind you, she was working and paying, being responsible. Thank God we are. She was she was she was paying her bills and being responsible for eight hours. She had she was contributing to society, paying taxes. Yeah. And um, she was the old and dude, fruit you know, type. you know, you know how, how like two colors can make a whole new color, you know, like uh, like like blue and yellow make green. Green is not blue. Green is not yellow. Green is its own thing. But you put them together and then it's green. And you know how like blue and purple. Yeah. And or no, blue and red make purple. Yeah, 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 yeah blue yeah, and purple. Yeah, yeah. That purple's not blue. Purple's not red. So the combination of her genitalia. That certain ascent <laughs> of decrepit, uh, uh, decrepitness and her feet put together yeah. was a whole new color, dog. That was a new color. I never smelled that color before. It was like if you took a shit on a rotting corpse, it would not smell like a rotting corpse. It would not smell like a piece of shit. It would be a brand new color. It'd be like some like some like orange magenta. It was a new color, dog. So. Me, because I was so in love with her. I couldn't believe. I just said, fuck it. And I got in there, dog. My dick was still hard. Yeah. My dick don't have a nose, right? You're fucking her gagging. So, so, but, but my head has a nose. So that I, opened, I, hit, I was hitting her missionary like that. And I opened the side window, dude. And I'm hanging over her shoulder going. <laughs> I still um, completed the task of procreative services. You're a soldier, bro. Yes. But you know what? I didn't want I didn't want that to affect our relationship so the next day she came over. You know those those natural <laughs> you are you know, so you know, you know the you know the natural remedy books you buy at Whole Foods and like Trader Joe's like nat, there's like a big ass it's like a bible of natural remedies oh. and that you go through and it's like an encyclopedia oh. and it and it lists all the different ailments yeah. and you go to the back oh. and you go to V and you go vaginosis yeah and it tells you why a woman would have vaginosis a, a, a B uh, vitamin deficiency. So I sat her down. I love this girl. Yeah. I was in love with her. So I sat her down and I opened up the book. You know, I got this at home. Dude, food. that's a tough uh, talk day two. This is a tough I talk day two. I didn't want to lose her. Day two. I didn't want to lose her. I didn't want to lose her. Okay. But we had to between, deal with day the two tough talk. talk. Between your pussy and your feet, my dog will stand that. <laughs> You know what? No, seriously. So, so, so I explained to her. There's a girl watching this going, wait, I know where that car is talking. Hey. No, so, so I explained to her that she had, there was nothing wrong with her. She yeah. just had a B vitamin deficiency. And we need to get, dude, she showed up. We went, ended up going out for like a year. 
She showed up every day to my house with a duffel bag filled with vitamins. She became like a, like a vitamin junkie. Pussy never smelled, feet never smelled. It was like, I, even, I never even brought up the feet. I didn't even bring up the feet. I can't bring up the feet. I never even brought up the feet, dog. That's a true story. On so that, what made you guys break up? Uh, I mean, if I was, was a shit bag. I was a sh- I was just like bored uh, after like a year. All right, let's have dessert. All right, here's what we got. You ready for this? Yeah. So this is what great about solo stove. It's smokeless, as you've noticed. There's no smoke around. There's no smoke. I know. It's unbelievable. I've I've heated up this brie. We're gonna. Oh, I'm gonna keep one here just in case this isn't as hot. Oh, uh, that's hot. Uh, I love this smokeless fire. I love nothing better than a fire pit. To sit by a fire, but the smoke drives me fucking nuts. Yeah, I'm the, with all you. of a sudden you're like, you're like, I love it. I don't know how they did this, but this thing is phenomenal. This is my go-to. I take this with us. So if we go camping, I bring this with us. I don't trust their fire pit. I want this one. If you're watching this show and you want a solo stove, I got you. Okay. Use the promo code burning at solostove.com to get $10 off. They're already fantastic prices. That's solostove.com. And use the promo code BURNING for $10 off these fantastic smokeless fire pits. You need one in your life. Let me help you help you. Does that make sense? Go to solostove.com and use the promo code BURNING. What kind of stuff? Do you have any, like, do you have any traditions? Armenian, Mexican, right? Native American, Mexican? Just regular Mexican. Just regular Mexican? (laughs) Home Depot. (laughs) Just regular Mexican. What Do you have any, like... Any like weird, uh, almost like I say voodoo stuff in your in your family based on your culture that you go oh, like like uh, not, this is a bad example but like you, Asian people never let you wear shoes in the house like they're that was you the first so people to do that. My pa- family's my parents' generation between my grandparents and them, their whole thing was assimilate to American. Really? So as much as you possibly could. So so many great traditions were lost, and I really regret that, man. Yeah. I really regret that there's no, like, I, I don't have anything handed down from generation to generation because I have kids now, and I'd love to pass on something to them. So we don't have any of that crazy shit, which makes me sad, man. I, I used to love going to Armenian churches all the time, but it was a time where you assimilated and you tried to be be American. Yeah. There's, uh, there, like, um, uh, a lot of our neighbors are Armenian around here. Armos, bro. This area bro. is great. Armos, Jews, everything. Who are the most famous Armenians? Dude, Jerry Tarkanian. Oh, you know who's yeah. Part, part Armenian. Who? Uh, George Clooney. No. He's got some Armo in him. Yeah. Sis, uh, Sis of the Down is Sis the most Down. famous Armenians. And you know, there. I heard that I heard I wanted to get them on the fucking thing when they were doing there was a war or something. Yeah, there's something going on right now. Azerbaijan, yeah. bro. Yeah, and so I wanted to get them on to talk about it because I saw that lead singer and he was very, and uh, I guess they just, they didn't know who I was. So they were like, ah, I'm not going to go on your podcast. And, but I, System of Down, System of Down, totally They fun. shred, What do you bro. think about when you, you're a rock guy. What do you think of System of the Down? My favorite thing is he sings like, you ever watch him? This is how he sings, like, yeah. It's, it's it's got some Armenian tradition in it. Dude, it's yeah. great. Um Bro. I'm not a fan. They, I'm not not I am hey, a, I am a fan. I appreciate <laughs> hey, them, but I'm not bro? gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna go buy their albums and put it in my car. 
I, and I do appreciate who buys them albums anymore. I'm just being honest. I so appreciate you, them. I respect to? them. But it's just not one band. It's not like a go-to. They're not on my all-time list as far as like, there's a seven-hour playlist that I have. All right. My all-time favorite song. And they're, I okay. respect them. All right. They got some good shit. They do. Okay. Here's the, here's the real question. But I'm not, uh, I'm not seeking it. Here's the real question. This is the this is the best question Eddie Bravo's ever been asked in his entire life. Oh shit! With your your history in music, the right before you're about to wrestle uh, Hickson, Hickson, or not Horian, Hoyler, Hoyler, right before you're about to fight Hoyler. Okay, you're about to become the first dude to tap a Gracie, and what is in your headset? Before the match. Yeah, what do you listen? I, I, I wasn't what? listening to any music. I no. never listened to music. For real? Mm-hmm. No music at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing to put What's your you walkout out? song? If you had to have a walkout song. song. More bounce to the ounce. He loves that shit. Yeah, what's that? It's an old Cholo song. It's really? It's a classic Cholo song. You play more, you put that on a loop and you drive around in your low rider and you just fucking drive around the block over and more over. More bounce to the ounce? What do you come out to? Uh, Fortunate Son, which is a really good one for me because it's about white privilege. <laughs> uh, Fortunate Son, Rubber Band Man, Black Betty, and Hustlin. Every I come out to Meek Mill. Meek Mill? I yeah, love dreams and nightmares. I love Meek Mill. If you ain't about that murder game, pussy, and word shut up, I love doing that and just watching everyone just react to that. It's my favorite. And I let them know right out the gate, it's on, dog. What percentage of white people do you think have said the N-word? All of them. I, I would say... I like to be here in bed. <laughs> Ow! Fuck, that's hot. What's so in fucking, there? What is in there? I got breeze. So I, my favorite thing is to set up the solo stove. Get the flame going. Have a cigar. Have a drink. Have Leanne Where's come out. Where's the cigars at? And Where's then, the weed? And then I got, I got all of it inside. And then and then you bring out a little bit of brie. A little bit of, of brie. Night, some, some, some pears with some brown sugar on them. You chuck... What? Peaches. Those are peaches? Some peaches with a little bit of brown brown sugar? Brown sugar on them? Oh, look at this. Hold on. Brie. I remember the first time I had brie. Brie always delivers. It is the cheese. It's the razzle-dazzle of cheese. That's cheese? That's cheese. Brie, bro. Watch this. I know what brie is. (laughs) I thought brie was Brianna. Here we go. Damn. Oh, take a cheese look. Cheese and peaches. Yeah. Peaches and cheese. And a little Brie brown sugar. Brie is like the cheese that would be served at the nice strip club, not the shady strip club. Oh. Uh, you can't believe you never worked with a Brie. <laughs> Get it? Okay. I've worked with Candy, London, Chris- Sa- Sasha. Sasha's the only stripper that you can say in the mic with an evil satanic voice. You can go, coming to the stage. Here she comes. Sasha. 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 So that's the only evil one you could say. A little bit of brie. Ooh. A little bit, gentlemen, please. Enjoy. What, what their, I'm not their... sure how we do it. Here's some forks over here. Yeah, forks right there. So take a little bit of brie. Thank you, brother. That's for you. A little bit of brie. A little bit of pear. Here, I'll get you under that. There you go. Sam, you want to try some? Thank you, brother. Sorry. Thank the solo stove. Thank you, Solo Stove. What do you think, Eddie? What do you think, Eddie? 
I was expecting it to be amazing. <laughs> I really was. I'm like, this looks good. <laughs> Is that fucking up your sponsor? Hold Is that fucking up your sponsor? Let's try this. Hey. Let's try this. Let me just, let me just maybe. Oh. Uh, that was the best response ever. I was expecting it to be amazing. Ah, ah, it's not, it's not that good. Mm. Ah, ah, ah. Maybe. It was Features are great, bro. Features Maybe it's amazing and I haven't just, I haven't realized it yet. You know, sometimes it takes, you know when you listen to a song, first time you listen to the song, you're like, it's high. Second time you listen to the song, you're like, it's a little better. It's pretty well, good. You gotta be a and then that third time you listen, you're like, breed. oh my God, yeah. I love this song. You gotta be a Brie dude. I never even heard of Brie dude. This is underwhelming for the calories. Oh. I'm gonna try it again. What's inside of What is that? Yeah, is that like, don't go too much on the brie, bro. What a little bit that's on the, the brie. The casing. Don't let the brie oh. overtake what, the okay, taste. What, of the, is the, the brie the, the inside or the outside? It's, it's both. It's both, technically. Oh, then what, what are you talking about? Don't so get you, the brie. I'm saying you're going big chunks of brie. It's going to overwhelm the taste of the peach. You got. It's got to complement the peach, not overtake the peach. It can't be the whole... Th Grab a little bit. A little bit of brie. Yeah. A tiny bit too of much. Brie. That's what it was. It was too much. <laughs> too much brie. <laughs> I too much of uh, too much of anything is not not good. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. One orange is great. You have ten oranges. You have diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Here's Sam. The peaches are great. Yeah, though. the peaches, peaches are actually oh pretty fucking good. I'll just, I just put a little bit of that brie. Just a little. Oh. I think. I think that. See, if you do just a little bit of brie with the peach, the peach has the main flavor, and the and the, and the brie complements it. Oh, Nobody told me that. Front. Why do I get to learn that shit on my own? Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. That might be this. This is a. This is. Oh my god! Wait, another drink. Another drink. Another drink. I love you guys. I love you, man. I love you guys. You guys are. Two grown men that showed me you could be just nice to a person, and then they could be nice back, and then you could be friends with them, and then it's super simple, as opposed to being complicated in your head and being a fucking, oh, they want to fuck me or whatever the fuck my brain says. That's 100%. I don't want to fuck you. So just, if you ever have that, like, creep into your head, yeah. like, damn, does Eddie want to fuck me? Eddie, by the way, you're just the only guy that's going to hold me down it's and fuck me. It's a waste, me. It's, it's a waste of time. <laughs> That's a waste of time. <laughs> I'll 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 sit you down like a therapist and go, dude, you're tripping. Oh, I do fuck. not want to fuck you. Trust me. I love this. You dude. don't have to worry about that with me, dog. I appreciate All it. Right? Thank you. And if we ever did ecstasy and I and you ever wanted to eat my ass, I would not let it happen. Thank you. Thank you. I would stop you. Please stop would, it before would, it happens. <laughs> hey, gentlemen, gentlemen. Thank you for doing this. I really thank, thank you, dog. Are you guys. kidding? Hey, Bert, I love ding, you. Ding, 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 ding. And, and I love your, you, buddy. your, your um, feelings about the industry. Yeah. Um, I have the same feelings. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I think most of Hollywood is fucking trash, oh. demons. You know what I mean? But not you. Thank I you. I don't think you are. You know what I mean? But most of Hollywood is gross. Put that on a fucking t-shirt. Fuck yeah.
This episode was brought to you by The Machine.